You're listening to One Bright Star's Life After Loss, a podcast that's focused on the lifelong journey of life after loss, with your hosts, Erica Fisher and Alicia Moore. One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Burkholz and Associates. And now, One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast. Hello, and welcome to One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast. I'm Erica Fisher, Executive Director of One Bright Star. And Alicia Moore, President of One Bright Star. And we brought back Lynn Waterbury, one of our podcast favorites. Hello, Lynn. Hello. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. So it's been a while since we've met, but a lot has happened. So much has happened. Yes. And is happening. Yes. All the things that are going on in our community, far too much loss and grief, way too much grief. It's it's very, it's been a very, very, very sad time in our community. Um, loss of children, far too young, far, far too close together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say that I am in complete awe of our community and how we have come together in these times of need, creating, you know, places to get resources. One of our local dance studios had counselors available mm-hmm. for a recent loss. And those things to me are so important. And just how I, I've heard about different schools, you know, wearing certain colors for, you know, to, you know, signify honor and remembrance of the child who was lost, you know, their classmate, even other schools who, who didn't know the child, you know, still are doing things to honor and remember. And so it, I'm in complete awe that something so tragic has happened and the community is coming together. I think during COVID, we all had a realization how important mental health really was. Whether it was going to work every day and having that sense of community, only seeing the same five people every day is is a little daunting sometimes you need to get out and you need to see other people and you need to talk to other people and suddenly that avenue is gone and it affected our mental health pretty quick because it truly depends on what you feed your brain with so do you feed your brain with news 24 7 do you feed it with rom-coms you know like what what are the conversations you're having with those same five people and what does that look like and our mental health really took a toll. Yeah. We especially noticed it in our youth yes. for the first time ever, which is so wonderfully embraced already by the community. And then all of a sudden, these tragedies literally like a domino effect. Yes. One after the other, after yes. the other, after the other. And we weren't even through with one. And then the next one happened. And then all of a sudden, something else happened. And it's all of the things. And we now that we're all back together, we can talk about it. And it's not a taboo subject, maybe like it was three years ago. Right. Very true. Very true. So I think that's the important piece. If we pulled anything positive out of COVID, I think mental health is probably the awareness, yes. the awareness, the awareness. of it and how important it is. How we could say before, oh, don't worry about her. She's just a little crazy. And if I heard it, kids are resilient. One more time. Oh, my goodness. Right. They're right. not. They nope. need us. They need They need that support because they don't know how to say, I'm really struggling with how this happened. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Well, we, as adults, we don't even know how to say that sometimes. But when these kids are dealing with these tragic losses of their peers, it is so wonderful. Like you said, you're so proud of the community because these kids are coming together. Yeah. And they're actually showing us adults that we need to come together too. This is important. We need to talk about it. They are supporting. They are saying their name. They're wearing their favorite color. Mm -hmm. Other schools are saying, you know what? This school just lost someone special. If they're wearing pink tonight... We're going to wear pink, too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just amazing. And and then the schools are getting the support, and I'm impressed with the administration and all the people and the resources. They're bringing people to um, speakers to the school, mm-hmm. and they're starting to talk. And you had mentioned um, before we um, recorded, Lynn, about having a safe place for they, these kids. Yes. We, we just need – so um, Erica and I have mentioned before, one of our goals is – addressing head-on teen grief because it's just something that's not addressed enough. Um, Sending your kids to a counselor or a psychiatrist, you know, once a month, once a week. And those services are so overbooked. So having sent my daughter, it's going to be four to six weeks before she can get back. Right. Okay. Well, we all know what can it's happen. It's not going to be put yes. on hold. Your grief, your feelings, your mental health is not going to be put on hold for four to six weeks. Right. Right. So just an outlet for there to get out emotions. I don't care if it's a room full of pillows where for five minutes you scream as loud as you can into that pillow or you cry as hard as you can into that pillow or force yourself to laugh, whatever that looks like. I don't care if you come bursting into the room with more explicatives than I have ever heard in my entire life. Getting those emotions out and having a place where it's okay to express them is incredibly important. And being told how you can and can't grieve or what the right way is. Or did you know there were five stages to grief? Uh, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can go ahead. You can hit all five. But and then repeat and reverse. Of, yeah, and, yes. different orders. Yeah. I There's will no, never yeah. forget. Um, it was during Christmas or we were hosting Christmas or doing something. And I was feeling pretty good about myself. It was recently after my mom died. I had it all together. I was hosting. It was awesome. Yes. And then I get into my car and I run to High V quick because I forgot something. And there was a song I had never heard in my entire life on the radio station. Bloop. Back to square one. I was oh. a sobbing mess. I came back home. I didn't even make it into High V because I totally forgot what I needed. My mascara, my hair, everything was all done. It was it was, I was a hot mess. And then having to explain to the 20 people that are at home why I'm a hot mess. You know, right. oh, I'm sorry. I had a mom moment. That's mm-hmm. what my sisters and I call it. So it's just one of those things where at least they understood. I mean, it wasn't like it was totally out of left field. But 19 years later, there are still mom moments. So yes. I don't, I, I would feel uncomfortable if someone ever told me that I'm grieving the loss of my mom wrong because after 19 years songs or smells or things will still make me cry right but I think it's that seeing to me I think that's wonderful and that's special yeah because she is that close to your heart Mm -hmm. she is right there that you haven't forgotten the songs you haven't forgotten the smells or whatever and Mm -hmm. so I think that's I think it's great I know there will come a point when 
you know, when I don't remember how something went or how a story went or, you know, it's it's all those goofy little things. Right. But when you when you picture someone's life like a glass lake, you know, like that super still lake mm-hmm. and you throw a rock in it, that rock is going to be the moment that they transitioned from this life to the next. Okay. And how many ripples are there? So ripples okay. take work, right? So the bigger the rock, the bigger the ripples be as those left behind to keep those ripples going. Yes. Yes. It's our job. Mm-hmm. And so is there a certain you recommend we do to keep those ripples going? Well, we talked before, Bob always Lett. say their yes. name. Number one, um, always say their name. Mm-hmm. It's going to the first few yep. times you do it, I right. guarantee it. And it's going to make you feel like your stomach is going to be all wonky and weird. But you will know by the response you get that it really is okay. It is okay. And I always remember Linda would tell yep. us when she would cry and I would say, I'm sorry. And she'd say, no, mm-hmm. it, I'm not crying because it's sad. It makes me so happy. Those are tears. Yes. These are cleansing tears. Yes, cleansing tears. And I always thought, oh, and so now, you know, yeah, say their name. And well, I think the purpose, I mean, when, when people think about their life's purpose, they remembered for something. Yes. Mm-hmm. They want to have a purpose. They want to be, stop saying the name. Do you stop remembering? When you, then you're putting your own uncomfortableness above someone else's happiness. Right. And that to me is something I have had to learn that I am selfish about. It's uncomfortable. You know, after the store and saying, oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I didn't realize today was the anniversary of Jeremy's passing. And that was why you were like that at work today. I'm so sorry that with your coworkers and um, you know, those around you, I have a coworker who is so close to her chest and she'll never say anything to anyone. So I, I always explain to people that you should assume positive intent, um, but always know that they're fighting a battle you know nothing about. Right. Yes. So just because someone is short with you in the grocery store or cuts you off in traffic, it doesn't have anything to do with you, you at all. Don't take it personally. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it might just be does, yeah, yes, a mm-hmm. day. Well, and, and you know how some you just need to take a breath and, you know, just the world is not about you all the time. Yes. I mean, there are... How many people in in Mankato? 75,000, I think we're up to. And that's how many lives are happening right now. And all Mm -hmm. of us are six degrees of separation from each other in this town. We're not that big. Um, And everybody's going to know something about someone else. And somebody knows something about what happened. And, oh, I saw so-and-so at the grocery store. And then you realize what a jerk you were to them. And then you find out when you go to your next errand why they were like that. And now you feel like a jerk and you feel like you can't apologize because that would be worse mm-hmm. but i will tell you 100 percent, suck it up baby suck it up. apologize mm-hmm. and yep. say their name yes. every time i don't care yes. if it's a text message an email i don't care what it is face to face yes <sighs> say their name say their name absolutely that is so important it is so important and we have to teach our kids that we have to teach the kids who are grieving to yeah. say their names and to remember them. I know that um, I was talking uh, talking to a coworker who recently lost somebody, uh, lost a daughter, and he said that her friends are still texting. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's wonderful! Like they're 
like still like, hey, I failed my math test today. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, Do you, you know, know but that that's so cool. Like they're, you know, that says a lot about the kids, you know, I was and just gonna where say, they are. Yeah. It's really interesting that our kids are the ones that are, they're teaching us so much. Oh, Look at how they're yes. doing this. They're doing great. We as adults, parents, mm-hmm. we need to be good with this and we need yes. to be taking lessons from them. Teen grief support would not only be beneficial for the teens, it'd be beneficial to those who are Mm -hmm. facilitating. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. They got to watch how we all behaved in the 2020 election. (laughs) (laughs) And they they said, all right. (laughs) Um, they, They watched everyone become polarized. And it really, truly doesn't matter what the issue is. Long end, right. long, you know, long, short story, whatever. It doesn't matter what the issue is. If you come at someone hard and you start telling them what to believe, you're going to have one of two things happen. Either they're going to believe you or they're not going to believe you at all. But what happens if you come to your teen and say, oh my gosh, I am so sorry that this happened. And instead of saying, if you need anything, let me know. I hate that phrase more yes. than life itself. Do it. Bring the soup. I don't right. care. Drop it off at the doorstep. Send a card. Right. Like, do something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just do something. Don't ever say, if you need anything, let me know. Just right. do it. I, I, and right. I'm That's guilty a really of that. Good point. I am so guilty 100%. of that. But, like, I, when I say it, I legit, like... You legit mean... I mean, like, seriously... I will be up your butt if you don't tell me what you don't need mm-hmm. or what right. you need. You know, right. like I will, I will be there like bugging you. So and nine out of 10 people will, you call them at two o'clock in the morning and they will show up with whatever you need from right. quick trip. I 100% guarantee it. But the amount of strength it takes to hit send on your phone or to actually call that person is immeasurable and a lot of times when you're down in that grief pit it's not happening right it's just not happening so that's why you just have to take the initiative and just do it and it doesn't matter if it's big or little if you how many times have we read these email stories like those email chains you remember those about how or now they're on facebook about how somebody was in a grocery store and they didn't understand why but something suddenly told them they had to buy this bouquet of flowers and they get outside and they find some person and they felt compelled to give them this bouquet of flowers and all of a sudden the person burst into tears and it turns out to be their anniversary and these were the flowers that their husband always gave them or so i invite everyone to listen listen for those moments just be still go with it right just go with look for signs that you're on the right path look look for all things that make you feel good that things on the radio that remind you or um and then so if um you know if you're in the car and know that someone's uh, let's say that your best friend has passed yes yes oh my goodness if you have had a moment where you're like i was in the car today and i totally reached out to the song we did send me to them Mm -hmm. call them and say hey i was thinking about you today because i guarantee you they also had a visit today yeah 
that's really neat that you just do that yep. kind of out of the blue, kind of like just what you said, your coworker who's getting messages from, signs, yep. um, and then, but the, uh, the friends are oh, still yeah, the, reaching yep, out. Yep. And how important that is to the parents. And well, so, because they are not forgotten. It's not, those, they exactly. matter. It all is, it's all circular and it all goes back around. And it is uncomfortable at first. But once you get past that and you understand that by listening to your intuition, as crazy as it seems, there's a, there's a reason. Yes. And you can, you everyone has guardian angels and you can send them to people and you can um you can mine's name is sarah sarah sarah's <laughs> with it. my daughters today um sarah is actually with you today um, two oh. other guides are with your daughter thank you i needed <laughs> sarah today for sure mm-hmm. no and so i have have gone through work to know who mine is and i freely um, send them where they need to go. If I'm just sitting at my desk today and I don't need them, I'm not doing anything dangerous, <laughs> like flying out of airplanes. Right. Or, you know, I, I, it's not that I don't need them, but you need them Somebody more. needed them more, yes. Um, totally borrow Sarah for a day. Yes. <laughs> just let me know. I She's love Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I did oh. have to tell. I did have. So Erica and I have a joke about our angels because Erica has bougie angels. <laughs> um, her feathers are striped. Sorry, I'm and, over here crying. <laughs> her feathers are striped in polka dot and they're all these different colors and they're so beautiful. And mine are just white. They're beautiful, yes. but they're white. And um, so when I told Erica that I was sending her Sarah, I go, she's not as bougie as yours. <laughs> and I didn't know I had but a bougie she's angel. But still amazing. <laughs> I like her. You yes. know, she gets me through. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just doing things like that and letting people know yes. that, yes, thoughts and prayers is another phrase that drives me crazy. I'm sure that... I do that a lot. (laughs) We all do. Yes. How many times I've said that, like, oh my goodness, or the praying hands, or, you know, like the the thoughtful emoji and all. And we all do it. Every single one of us do it. And we all genuinely mean it. And in that moment, you might say a quick prayer and you might do that. But when you know someone is going really, really hard, you can you can do a little bit more and it takes a text message yes it takes 10 seconds yep um, right randomly on a tuesday text someone hey i just wanted to let you know i was thinking about you today a friend of mine lost her son and frogs is how he comes to her okay so i was at an antique shop and there was an entire i don't know like six by eight foot section of frogs so I randomly on a Saturday sent it to her in a text message and her and her husband stopped doing yard work and came down and got a frog. Oh, so that's wonderful. So it's little tiny things like that that are like, if I wouldn't have listened to my intuition and had Alex say, hey, call my mom and tell her that yes. there are so many frogs, she would have never come down and gotten that message from right. him that day. That's wonderful. I think that's just great. It's that you matter. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of, we didn't get a chance. We're not going to have a chance to talk today about Nick Blue Cares yes. and com- compassionate communities, but we will do that another time because mm-hmm. this all just comes full circle. It really does. And that's, you know, Nick Blue Cares and, and One Bright Star have the same mission. We yes. are bringing people together. Yeah. Right. Bringing yes. together, you know, bringing everyone together. Bells of Belonging are 
our beautiful new I shouldn't say new. We've been doing it for a year. So if you're anywhere in, on campus, um, MSU rings the, yes. the bell tower. The first Monday of every month at noon, they ring the bell for one minute. There are some churches that do it. I know there's a church downtown, Bethlehem, I think, actually has um, their handbell choir director will go outside and play handbells oh, for wow. a minute. My daughter would um, rang the Luther bell. You know, it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. I have a dinner bell at home. That's what mm-hmm. I ring. Yep. Um, you can awesome. ring bells on your phone. Um, it just doesn't matter. But when you hear that, then you know you're not alone. Someone else is also as compassionate as you. And yes. you have found each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need. That yes. is 100%. Yes. Wow. That was, yeah, I'm still crying over here. Thanks. Thank you, Lynn, for being here. I do that too, a lot. You yeah. do. You do. You, you, get, you get me where all the feels are, and yes. you send me your, your guardian angel when I need it the most. Mm-hmm. So need her the most. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Lynn. <laughs> all right. Until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for listening to One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast. Life After Loss is a copyrighted production of One Bright Star. One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Burkholz and Associates. For more information on the lifelong journey after losing a loved one, please visit our website at onebrightstar.org.